This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech, the tech show for everyday people. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Today, we're making it all about you with another open topic show. So get your questions ready. No question is too big or too small. Now, the number to call is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is Everyday Tech, only on MPB Think Radio. MPBonline.org is the destination for everything Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Catch up on past shows from Think Radio, check out MPB TV or Music Radio, and become a sustaining member all from one place. Get connected now at MPBonline.org. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. This is Everyday Tech, the tech show for everyday people on MPB Think Radio. I'm Michelle McAdoo, joined via Skype with Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Well, today is our open topic show. We're giving you the power. Any question you want to ask Jeremy Thompson, you can give us a call right now. The number is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can always email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. And don't and remember, no uh, question is too big or too small because you know I believe Jeremy really really likes answering your questions speaking of Jeremy good morning Jeremy good morning Michelle and yes I do like answering people's questions I'm over here like a boxer like you know right here in front of my computer just like putting my hands together you know just just getting pumped up so yeah I'm ready for y'all to bring on the questions and can I say it is so good to hear yeah, that's you. what I wanted to talk about. Uh, since this is a tech so show, we can actually talk about this in our opening segment. We are coming. Uh, we have Jeremy Thompson coming via uh, coming to us via Skype. This is our first time in history on this show uh, using Skype for our uh, experts. And Jeremy, how does it sound? Sounds fantastic. You sound um, fantastic as well. I know. I mean, uh, just the fact that I'm not on my cell phone calling into the show, I feel like I'm almost sitting next to you in the studio. It's kind of weird. I can feel you. I know. I can feel your right? presence It's like here. my ghost is sitting there. I just <laughs> wish that Wiltz's ghost could join us <laughs> We're gonna work on, on the green microphone. Yeah, we're going to work on that uh, as well. But uh, speaking of, Wiltz uh, Couture is out today. He has a big project he's working on. We wish him well. And, of course, he's with us in spirit. Now, Jeremy, uh, speaking of... Uh, um, hot topics. Skype is one spirits. of them. Uh, no spirits. Uh, you have any hot topics uh, going on this week in tech? Uh, yeah, yeah. We've got a lot going on in tech, actually. Uh, so NVIDIA, uh, the graphics card manufacturer, has just recently released their RTX series video cards. And uh, we are finally getting to see some actual real-world performance tests, and it looks like the the top-of-the-line card performs about 20% better than the current top-of-the-line card. Um, While that's good, there are some uh, major differences in price right now, but there are uh, lower-end cards that they're releasing the 2070 series, which will be a little bit weaker, but is also a big step up from what we have now, and the price point will be uh, about the same, if not about a $100 discrepancy between what's available right now. Oh, and you said the uh, nerds, <laughs> you call them nerds, you call them nerds. Uh, really I like- <laughs> have, yeah, we, we are nerds. I mean, <laughs> other people may go with geek, but I, I've always liked nerd. You I don't like know, I just rolled off. It just comes out of my mouth better. I, that's, yeah, I, I don't know what it is. But yeah, the uh, the nerds of the internet 
have been waiting on these uh, these performance specs to come out because when a company releases a product, they can tell you it does X, Y, and Z without actually having to provide any proof of it. They just show you some graphs and go, oh, this is what it can do. Having said that, um, with the this is what it can do part, um, the, the name of the graphics card, RTX, uh, the RT uh, is a reference to a new technology that it uses called ray tracing, which is supposed to provide just incredible lighting effects. Um, having said that, there's currently no game that supports RTX, so when you put your brand new video card in your computer, you won't be able to use it for any of the uh, that newer feature. But um, uh, there are games that are coming out that will support it, uh, but there is nothing yet. Oh, all right. Well, we have our first caller today with a great, great question. And before we get to Sally and Olive Branch, don't forget this is our open topic show. So this is your chance to get any question you need answered answered today. Jeremy is standing by to answer your tech questions. We're going to move to Sally in Olive Branch. Good morning, Sally. Good morning. Um, I am in the process of switching from a DSL service to uh, a more high-speed service, I guess it's cable and Comcast. And um, I am going to be supplying my own modem or router or whatever. And I don't, I have no, I, I mean, I, they kind of told me or showed me on the on the web page, but I was wondering if you could give me a little direction towards that uh. purchase. Yeah, sure, absolutely. So they probably threw a term at you like DOCSIS 3.1, something along those lines. Um, what that is is a, uh, a type of technology that the newer modems use. So um, what you have to do, uh, do you use Amazon or uh, some other online shopping thing like Best Buy? Uh-huh. Um, it's really best to go um, through someone that offers uh, multiple different types of modems. Uh, can you tell me uh, what package you would be paying for? Is it the lower-end one, or uh, did they talk exactly. you into the... I just know how much it is, and it was supposed, it's, like, it's like $45 a month. Well, that's the special. When, okay. I, when the special's over, it's going to be like 80 Right. And then it says so... up to 150 MPBS or whatever. Okay. MP- all right, so uh, some of the newer modems, they support a lot more than 150 megabits per second, which is that MBPS that you're talking about there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would, uh, you could buy a more expensive one, but it wouldn't benefit you any because you're, you're not pulling the speed that it needs. Um, so uh, let's see. At this point in time, I'm, I'm kind of browsing through Amazon here looking. Um, I believe that you would be all right with the... Uh, SB, that's Sierra Bravo, 6183, and that is actually a DOCSIS 3.0, but is compatible up to 686 megabits per second. Um, at the moment, that runs you about $70. Now, okay. um, it's good that you're supplying your own modem. Uh, do you have other devices in your house that you're going to be connecting? Yes, I, I've got, like, Two, three televisions and um, two cell phones, two iPhones, and a, and a uh, tablet. Okay, so you're also, in addition to a modem like that, you're going to need a router, which is the device that's going to actually make the rest of your house uh, carry a wireless signal. Okay. Uh, the Now, if you get the modem from Comcast, it includes the router and the modem built into one thing. But um, when you buy it separately, uh, it is possible to get the device combined, but I haven't had great experience with those. So I recommend a separate uh, routing device. And um, let's see, there are lots of different ones that you can choose from. Uh, the, the name brand that I typically go with is uh, Linksys, uh, which is actually owned by Netgear. So right. whether you go with Linksys or Netgear, uh, it should be all right. Okay. Um, but you will need that in order to support the rest of the devices in your house. Okay. Um, right. Now, uh, when you get all that hooked up, you will, of course, have to call them and give them some numbers on your uh, your new modem to get them to activate it. Okay. Uh, well, I'm actually having the them come to the house to do it. So will they do I, that then? I actually don't know if they will help you activate your own modem. Um, they might because it's compatible with their system, but I'm not 100% on that. 
I, I, I'm, I'm really, I, because I hook up my own and I hook up all my clients, I, I, I don't, I'm not sure how they'll handle that. Okay. I'm glad you let me know that. Well, thank you so much for that. And, but I have one other thing I wanted to ask about. Sure. Uh, I saw in, the, in a sales uh, flyer about a three-pack, it says it replaces your router and creates a mesh network of Wi-Fi points for a fast and strong Wi-Fi signal in every room. And it's like three of them, and they're, they look like little smoke detectors almost. Yeah. The, the package is $270. What, what does that do? Okay, so a mesh Wi-Fi system like that is, is going to allow your wireless signal to uh, reach uh, dead spots in your house. It's for much larger houses. Um, uh, I don't even know exactly what square footage to quote you on that one. Probably uh, 3,000 or more, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, was it like an? It was an Orbi or something like that. It doesn't. You know, it's funny. It doesn't even. Oh, well, it says Google Wi-Fi. It does say. Oh, Google. Okay, all right. It's a Google. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Same thing. Uh, it's it's just a. It, you hook in that main one to your modem, and then the other two you hook up to uh, outlets in your house, and then they they help the signal carry better throughout your whole home. Does it? Do they and really it, work? Uh, yes, they do. Okay. Well, great. Would they work with the DSL I have now? Um, yes, but your speed's not going to be any better. Uh, that's right. Well, yeah. um, I can't even get on-demand TV with the DSL I have right now. So. Um, yeah, it's 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 not a great situation with DSL until uh, until AT and T is offering fiber. I would say uh, you're you're better off with the cable. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate the information. All right, Sally, thank you so much. And that's what we're doing today. We are taking your calls, your questions. If you're sitting at home and you have a question and you don't want to pick up the phone and call XYZ, you can call here. The number to dial is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can always email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Jeremy Thompson is standing by, ready to answer your tech question. This is Everyday Tech, the tech show for everyday people only on MPB. Think Radio. MPBonline.org is the destination for everything Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Catch up on past shows from Think Radio, check out MPB TV or Music Radio, and become a sustaining member all from one place. Get connected now at MPBonline.org. Whether you're a thrifty shopper or someone who likes to buy the whole store, Change is the program that will allow your purchases to show your support for the quality content on MPB Radio. This easy and no-hassle program rounds up your credit or debit card purchases to the nearest dollar and sends us the difference. You support MPB and get something nice for yourself. To sign up for Change, visit our website, mpbonline.org, and click support. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. This is MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Everyday Tech, the tech show for everyday people. I'm Michelle McAdoo, joined via Skype with our tech expert, Jeremy Thompson. And today, it's an open topic show. Now, to join the conversation, the number to call is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.com. Dot org. Now, Jeremy, that was a great first question, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, it was. Uh, like I was saying, uh, one question in tech always brings <laughs> out a few more uh, because when you're changing out equipment like that, you you have to ask those questions because for some people, if you had one computer hooked up in your home and you didn't need it wireless, then that setup would work. But for most people, and the fact that everybody has a smartphone now, uh, that 
that setup is not enough to meet your current needs. Mm, speaking of smartphones, good segue. And you didn't even know you did it. Okay, Boom. the iPhone, <laughs> the iPhone iX. Now I'm gonna need you to explain this, but I'm gonna set the uh, stage. Okay, we got the iPhone XS, NS, and XS Plus, right? It, it it's the ten. It's a 10s. Oh, so and we don't 10S, say S. Excuse me, 10s, like, yeah. 10s plus, yeah. and the 10. What is this 10s budget phone? Uh, that's the R, I think. I, I've, I've honestly, I've, I've lost track. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know what's going on with Apple. Um, I'm trying to keep up. I think it's called the R, and it's available in a few different colors. And less, uh, uh, lower priced, and things like that. Have you heard any um, reviews? I have a few reviews on the um, camera. Um, they're saying the pixel, it's not, the pixel is not that well, but the phone, the actual camera is nice. Um, they said it displays great, um, it has a great display and it performs, um, to the max. Um, they're talking about to the max, so I guess, but they're saying they're falling behind on this front over the past couple of years, um, due to the unusual place for smartphone design and engineering, um, and then they're talking about the Pixel 2. What does that mean? I don't, I'm not. So the Pixel 2 is a Google phone, but I'm not sure why they're talking about the Pixel They said it's not because... the Pixel 2. The Verge says iPhone I, um, 10s camera beats the iPhone X, but not the Pixel 2. Wow. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, the Pixel 2 just got a better camera in it. So we don't have any actual reviews yet. I got to I got to let you be aware that when it comes to Apple, mm -hmm. nobody is going to have their hands on that phone unless they work for, you know, uh, one of uh, one of those really big tech uh, publications mm -hmm. um, and, and likely not even uh, much before that. Apple is always very, very secretive, very, very uh, controlled on how they release these things. Although at this point, people are kind of like, yeah. All right, we get it. Mm -hmm. Grapple, it's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. But anyways, uh, we won't have any actual uh, hands-on experience from the nerds of the Internet until, and other people until it starts shipping on October 23rd. So it's not available to the masses yet? That is correct. You oh. still have to settle for the iPhone 10 if you want a notch. Okay. And... Um... You should give us a call. I want to hear from some people who um, have ordered it or plan to upgrade. And this morning, here's a good bit of information. This morning on another radio show, they were talking about the new iPhones. And they were talking about, of course, Jeremy, we've talked about this, how the phone you currently have starts having issues when the new phone is released. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people, and you laugh because you're in the, you're on the other side of this, Jeremy, but I believe seriously. And then um, didn't Apple come out and kind of like say yes yep. uh they admit it that they do do they make your phone start having issues or is it just it can't it can't update anymore or what is it so their claim if i remember correctly was that they had to throttle your old phone because it couldn't handle all the newer stuff in the new updates and something about the battery having to be replaced um I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, so yes, Apple did get caught doing that. It does, it, it does happen with Apple phones. I think um, it, it is mostly mental for other people because you know it, it, you start seeing that new device and you start thinking, well, maybe I have had this phone for a little while. <laughs> you, you know, then then that that app freezes up and you're like, well, now that app froze up. Now, I couldn't just close it out and restart the phone, but. I could just go get a new one. Now, see, and, you know, someone else may think that, but I don't want to pay. I mean, I, my daughter asked me last night. Her birthday is coming up on the 16th of October, and she wants, of course, an upgrade. I looked at her. I'm like, I'm not even finished paying for the one you have. But that's how they yeah. get you. You're in the installment plan. You're never going to finish paying for the phone because by the time you finish, it's either going to go out <laughs> or your child or you you want a new one. So it's kind of like a, um, I don't know, you're in a well, vortex. I I disagree. I I I mean I I think that you know you you can be locked into that if if you want to. But mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of people 
that's still uh, in fact i was talking to a lady yesterday who still has her iphone 5c what um yeah we just recently put a battery in it for her and and i I didn't even know that we did that i was just doing some work at her office and she was like yeah y'all put a battery in my phone and uh it's still working and i have no reason to run out and buy the new one because this one's still good and that's the thing is uh usually you can salvage the old one whether Mm -hmm. you need to clear it up you know, clean up the apps on it, or you need to factory reset it. Mm -hmm. There's typically a way to get your old phone back. But again, a lot of people don't want that. They, they want to go and covet the new one and go, well, you know, that app froze. I'll I'll just get that new one. Well, you know, with my situation, I actually picked up that phone that will not open. I picked it up last night and I tried to plug it in and it charged back up and it's actually still stuck on the Apple symbol. Uh, okay, we'll so I don't know your situation. <laughs> yeah, we'll what, try. What is the situation? Well, you know, I'm my phone completely street. went out. Um, overnight, it just completely went out. It was stuck on the Apple screen. Wilt's had it for about a month uh, trying to reset it. He could not oh, okay. open it. He had another fr- a coworker that uh, the phone did the exact same thing. It took him about, about three weeks. He said his finally did open. Mine has not yet. And it's been, what, over a year, almost a year now. So... Yep, October. Oh, wow. It's been a year, so we're. Uh, I'm good with that. I had to upgrade, but um, not by. I didn't decide this by my choice. It was kind of forced on me, but I'm happy with the um, new upgrade. But we do have our friend Alan on the phone. Uh, I know he has a great Alan. comment or question. Good morning, Alan. Bill and Jeremy, I hope y'all are doing well. Doing fine, sir. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm just going to comment a little bit about the, the the new iPhones, and I do have a question. For you too, Jeremy. But you were right. It's it's the 10R is the lower budget lower budget model. The 10S and the 10S Max. They're not calling it uh, Plus anymore. It's the 10S Max. And uh, I, I I have no idea who at Apple was in charge of naming conventions and why they went to that daggone (laughs) Roman numeral is beyond me, especially when they're going to refer to the Arabic numeral 10 anyway. So uh, uh, I I don't know what they're going to call it next year. Uh, uh, An XI maybe. Uh, I I, I don't, I I don't know. uh, I think, I think they went with the X or the 10 as an X because in their operating system, it's OS 10. Like the one that they use on iMacs and and okay. uh, MacBooks, so I think I think that, they were going with that designation because they didn't want to confuse people. But now I'm confused because they'd called the newest one, the biggest one, 10s Max. So now we got Max and we got the 10s Max made by Apple. I I, I don't well, know. I, I'm with you. I think the naming convention was a little off this time. Maybe stick with yeah, plus. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, well. Well. Thank you for saying that about the the, the operating system. Cause I I don't use Macs. I still use Windows computers. But my personally my personal opinion was they're they're, they're trying to make them the, the naming conventions model most cars now because most cars now are some kind of combination of letters and numbers. It seems like mm-hmm. so uh, uh, that, that that's what it feels like. But but my question is, you know, iOS uh, 12 dropped. Uh, I guess Monday. I think it was and. Do you and they also release a new version of iTunes, iTunes 12.9. I have to be real careful about upgrading my iTunes because you know you, you know I use accessibility software to read to me and stuff, and mm-hmm. a lot of times iTunes has not been the friendliest or most accessible type product. So I don't like upgrading iTunes if I don't have to. Do you know if you have to uh, upgrade iTunes 12.9 if you're moving to iOS 12? That, that was my question. So. As far as I know, yes, and I only really learned about this on Monday when it happened myself because I had to reset an iPhone for somebody, and it told me I had to upgrade on my Mac. I had to upgrade iTunes in order to install the newest update, and it also had some new dialog boxes. So, yeah, they're they're changing some stuff, and you definitely have to do it if you want to install that. Okay, well, I kind of got the – I was kind of coming to that conclusion myself because I went into my iTunes 12.8 last night, and I thought – it gave me the option when I hooked up my phone to say, "Oh, there's a new I, uh, there's new iOS 12 available. Would you like to install it, or would you like to just download it only?" And I tried to check the download only option, and it crashed twice. So uh, I thought, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna have to honestly. 
with with your setup, Alan, with the way you've got uh, the the accessibility options and all, I I would hold off on upgrading. Um, yeah, a little yeah, a little I, while just just because if they right. if they just dropped it on Monday, they they got some bugs to work out and it it might mess up your setup. Yeah, yeah, and that, you're right. And I I really wasn't planning on updating. But I thought, okay, well, if it'll let me go ahead and download. I'll do that. But it, it wasn't letting me do that with my version of iTunes. So I thought, okay, I think I'll I think I'll wait. So I'm going to wait at least a couple of weeks before I go to iOS 12, and I may just do the over the Wi-Fi kind of uh, update anyway. So yeah. we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. But thanks. And anyway, it's good to talk to Absolutely. you. You sound great. You sound great over Skype. That's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. Thank you so much. All right, you have a good week. All right, I want to say that's mm -hmm. that that's that Apple grip. That's Mm -hmm. like like he's he's asking, hey, are they strong arming me into upgrading? Mm -hmm. Yes, they are. Yes, they are because that's kind of how Apple does things. They they control the release of the phone. Like I said, nobody will see it till October twenty third, and that's just that's kind of their their philosophy. I mean, even back in uh, the late. 80s early 90s with the apple Mm II, you had to have a special screwdriver in order to open it wow very proprietary and jeremy that's even uh now with the late with the iphone before the the newest um 10 maxes you know they got rid of the headphone jack and you had to get the 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 dongle so they're trying to make you buy all of the the airpods you know the apple bluetooth headphones and stuff Mm -hmm. because you don't have your standard um uh headphone jack and i hate that nobody nobody wants that long dongle hanging out of the bottom of their phone in order to listen to music or whatever. No one. And speaking of that, Java, I actually had that happen to me a couple of days ago. Late at night, you know, you can't sleep. I'm on the phone listening to music, but I need to plug up my phone, charge up my phone. What do I do? I want to listen through my headphones, but what do I do when my phone is 15%? It It makes it very frustrating. Like you said, they're forcing you to buy those um, wireless headphones and then you know, so y'all, you can plug up your phone. I, I re, Okay, uh, last Friday I had a gentleman come to my office, and he had cracked the screen on his 2016 uh, MacBook Pro, which mm-hmm. is the one that had the touch bar, mm-hmm. and I, he had to get data off of it. Well, I ran into multiple issues. Um, first off, it's got USB-C ports on the side of it that, again, require a dongle in order to hug your iPhone up to it to charge it or to display it to another monitor, which is what we needed to do because his screen was busted. And so I had to get out all of my dongles in order to make this thing work. And uh, we had to go through a lot of a lot of trouble and a lot of adapters to be able to extract his data. And with Apple, it's to the point where they're changing the types of drives that they use in these in these laptops or in these MacBooks. Excuse me. I don't mean to blaspheme. Um, Every year, um, we can't even take one from uh, the previous year and put it in any kind of adapter that we have and hook it up to any other Mac and make it work. They change it every year. So it's become progressively more difficult to work on these devices and to to repair them and recover data for for clients and people that that don't want to go through the Apple uh, way of doing things. But that's what I'm witnessing in my own business is is more of that proprietary treatment, which I didn't mean to get off on that, but it's <laughs> it's just really difficult having to operate within that ecosystem because they they strong arm so much. But that's a good point you make. Uh, people that like you, you work in the business. How does the new technology affect you? And on the other side, when you have to work on these machines, work on the phones, fix them, how does it affect you? And you just told us it's a little more challenging. Uh, it's a little harder. But we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll talk to our friend Kathleen from Osaka. She has a connectivity uh, issue. <laughs> now, today we're taking your questions and comments with our open topic show so you can give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring that's one 672 7464 to ask any tech question or you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org stay tuned you're listening to everyday tech only on mpb think radio
If you're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio, we appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. Afterglow is your home for the Great American Songbook. Each week, I'll showcase the best in vocal jazz and popular song from the 1930s to today, from Frank, Billy, and Ella to folks like Kurt Elling, Diane Reeves, and Gregory Porter. I'm Mark Chilla, and spend some time with Afterglow, Sundays at 6 on MPB Music Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today via Skype with our tech expert, Jeremy Thompson. And now if you're just joining us today, we're having an open topic show. Now this is your chance to give us a call to ask any general tech question, any printer question, any phone question, any no, tablet question. Don't printers. <laughs> no printer question. No, no. printers. Just kidding. You can no. ask whatever you want, but I just love <laughs> printer questions and michelle always says printers and i'm like come on michelle that's the last thing i want to answer questions about why because printers are so difficult yes and i like to throw it at you i like to see you squirm a little bit you know because you know you're you're the you're the tech guru i like to see you in the hot chair sometimes <laughs> i can always cop out and be like oh, i'm sorry that's too complicated exactly I need to send an email. Uh, exactly exactly but no we're we're just joking if you have any question any tech question give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring that's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four if or if you want to email the show, you can email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, as I promised, we're going to go to Osaka and speak with our friend Kathleen. Good morning, Kathleen. Yeah, that's a standing joke here, downtown Osaka. We've got two blocks. <laughs> no red light, no stop signs. Come Y'all come on down. <laughs> Real high tech, huh? <laughs> high tech, just like me. Listen, I've got a complaint wrapped up in a funny story. Okay. I've had my phone, flip phone, for more than 10 years. Okay, not the same one, but the same style. Now, I'm having trouble with reception. I'm only getting a half bar or a bar. So I call into my company, which sounds like my spire, <laughs> and I try to tell them what's going on. And they said, well, you know, you live close to the line. You might not get good reception. I said, well, I got good reception till November. What happened in November? Well, what happened? Maybe a business started up. I said, well, there ain't no businesses out here. Then he says, well, did you move? I said, me? He said, no, the house. I said, I have lived in this house over 20 years, and I promise you the house hasn't moved. So whatever's <laughs> going then they say, well, you know, we can upgrade you too. <laughs> and I said, why would I want that? I can hardly operate the, uh, the flip phone. In fact, this week I did something, picked it up and cut off all my own numbers, despite my own face. Oh, wow. So I don't need a, a smartphone. I'm not that smart to operate a cell phone. What do we do to get the same service we had mm. <clears throat> without going through all this rigmarole, trying to prove you're really not um, a, a case of Alzheimer's on two feet? Well, I would say that you might want to uh, look at getting another uh, – have you tried another flip phone? Yes. Okay, so no matter what phone you try, the the signal is the same, and it's been that way since November, you said? Yes. Okay. I, I didn't put two and two together, but I had several of my friends telling me right before Christmas – Gee, your sound's so low, or gee, this, and I noticed it was dropping calls because I'm not that interested in my phone. I don't check it every two or three days. So when I got this problem, I said, oh, how do I rectify this? How do I rectify this? 
it, it doesn't do anything that it didn't do before except for less. And it has to okay. be coming from the, the tower or something. I don't know. Okay, so um, I'm just going to go ahead and say bless your heart before you do this, um, but you're going to have to contact C Spire and er, – yeah. And uh, you're going to have to escalate that past somebody who asked you if your house moved. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I lost it on that? that one. When he asked you if your house moved, I was like, okay, you should have been talking to somebody else. I'm I mean, say I put my hands on my temple and went yum yo renge kyo and the house moved. <laughs> um, uh, I have called ceasefire and I tried to relate that to him and they thought I was crazy. I said, don't kill the messenger. Right. Uh, so you're oh. going to have to continue to to call them and get them to escalate you to a higher tier of customer service because the the people that you talk to when you typically call a company, um, they don't. They are they are there to handle the the most basic of requests. Like uh, I can help you reset your password. I can I can uh, you know reset basic things on your phone from here. But they they don't do really really technical things. They usually they're I mean it doesn't go far beyond hey have you tried turning it off and on? Which you know that makes a good IT guy most of the time. But we do occasionally have to know what we're talking about. And when it comes to these companies, they just don't know at that level so you're going to have to get them to escalate you up through customer service to tech support to someone who can actually look at your area and see if there's something they can do to your antenna because i, I experienced a similar issue one time and i had uh trouble with at&t getting to take me seriously and uh there are things that you can do to get their attention so if they don't listen to you you may want to consider looking at filing a complaint with the FCC because they have to take those seriously and they have to provide you a service that you pay for. All right, then. Thank you, Kathleen, so much. And um, don't sit back idly by and pay for a service you're not getting. Go ahead and try to uh, get your good service on your flip phone. Try, go. try to go, try to ceasefire one more time mm -hmm. and then escalate to a government agency. Right. All right, we're going to move to uh, South Haven and speak with Mary. Good morning, Mary. Hey there. Hi. Um, I'm, this is a perfect thing for me. I've just been worrying about this all day, um, and it's been a couple of days. I'm just getting these disgusting ads on my telephone. I don't even know. They're so awful, I can't look at them long enough to find out what they're talking about even. Uh, how can okay. I block that? What kind of phone do you have, Mary? Is it an iPhone? Uh, yeah, it's an iPhone 6. Okay. Um you have a tab that is open on your phone, uh, so you need to. Well, I'm, yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. You need you need to open your browser um, and just cover up the screen or do whatever you got to do to look in the. I believe it should be in the top right corner. If Wilts was here, he could verify this for me. He's my iPhone guy. Um, <laughs> uh -huh. But yeah, uh, in the top right corner, there should be a couple of little squares, um, one on top of the other. Those are going to be your tabs. Just tap on that and then go through and click on the X's until all of those windows are closed. And just give your browser a nice, fresh start because there's something open on there uh, that, that keeps reopening that tab. Now, if that doesn't fix the problem, um, you can try double-tapping your home button and closing your browser out that way. But you're probably going to have to go in there and close the tab itself. Okay. Um, when you say tab... What, what is exactly does that mean? I mean, okay, so, so I open the browser and I go to the top right-hand corner, and what is there? Uh, it should be – well, it may not be in the top right corner. Like I said, I'm sorry. I don't have an iPhone. Um, right, right. You're, it, it, you're looking for an icon that looks like a, a, a square or a rectangle and then another one on top of it just slightly. Um, some something to that effect. I need to grab my iPad, right. but I just I don't have it near me. But anyways, it, it's something like that, and it's probably uh, it may even tell you how many you have open. It may have a number on it. When you tap on okay, that, great. it's going to show you uh -huh. a screen that has in with, the home home part. No, this would be in your browser. Oh, in my on my browser it, on my phone. You have to open. Yeah, you have to open Safari. Okay. You said it's popping right. up on okay, your phone, Safari. right? Right. You have to open up Safari, and then you're going to go right. to the, uh, the the little icon where the tabs are, and you're uh -huh. going to tap on that, 
and then you're going to click the X's on the little windows that it shows that are open. Some of them are going to have the ads that you're talking about. Some of them are probably oh, going to be okay. things that you're looking at on your phone. And uh, for any other callers, you need to go through and you need to clear those tabs out from time to time because your phone only has so much memory. And if you never close those tabs out and you just open link after link after link, it's going to slow your phone down, which might be another reason that you think you need a new phone, but you really don't. Oh, okay. Um, so now um, I, click on the, I click on each of the tabs and that would make it disappear? You have to click on the little X in the, in the top corner and uh, okay. it'll close it out. Yes, ma'am. Okay, and those nasty ads will be gone. Thank you. There you go. You have made my day. Hey, you made mine too. So we, we did each other a favor, right? Oh, you're you're mighty sweet. Y'all y'all just have a great day, okay? Okay. Ma'am, you too. Thank you, Mary. And we're glad we fixed your problem. And see how simple that was? Guys, give us a call. Today is an open topic show. It's all about you. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 1-877-672-7464. We're going to go to Gary in New Albany, and then we're going to take a quick break. Gary, good morning, Gary. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I am calling about my MacBook Air. It's a uh, 13-inch 2013 model with solid-state drive. And uh, I let my grandkids play with it, play a game on it. And huh? after about a week, display stopped working. But here's the thing. I could still access the, uh, the system through my remote desktop on my home network. Okay. And I'm just... I'm just trying to. I just would like to get an idea of just uh, what you think. Uh, I haven't even taken it apart yet. I'm, I'm, I'm a former tech at, at Ole Miss Engineering. Sir. Uh, IT guy. And, uh, okay. and I just wonder if uh, I'm you looking at a... just a black back, uh, a back screen light or a loose connection or All right, something so like that. All right, so with. With your Mac, there's a really cool way that you can test the backlight almost immediately. Take a flashlight and shine it through the Apple on the back and see if you can see anything show up on your screen. If you can, then you definitely got a backlight issue. Oh, so I don't have to take the back off to do it. Nope, you just shine it right through the Apple. In fact, oh, it, okay. uses the, it uses the LCD backlight to light the Apple. I thought that was really cool of Apple to do that. Um, yeah, it is great. Yeah. 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 Neat little trick there, huh? It's it's a it's a favorite. Of course, I got an iMac that I use as my primary computer, and uh, yeah, and they both just went out of warranty. So, you know. Anyway. Now, if you if you if you do have to open up your 2013, you're going to need a special bit to do it. You're going to need a pentalobe bit. So uh, be sure you you look into that because they changed those bits on the bottom again to make it more difficult for guys like you and I. Uh, to fix our own stuff or stuff for our clients. Now, what's the name of the bit? It's a pentalobe bit. Penta. Pentalobe. Yep. Five stars on it. It's uh, it's not a Torx. It's 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 not a star. It's it's a, it it is five, but it's um, it well, it does look like a star actually. Yeah, it's um, it but it's not like don't confuse it with a Torx bit because they're not the same, and you will strip out your uh, your your screw trying to, to get it out of there if you use a Torx bit. It is a pentalobe bit, and there's a certain size that you need for that MacBook. I've got a couple of kits, you know, for doing that, but like you say, I, I found out the hard way, too, that, yeah, they do change them around. Uh, okay, well, that was good, because, you know, it's a, it's a nice backup system, you know, to my Absolute. iMac. And, uh, and, uh, and I also have a comment. Uh, I'm a iPhone user way back to the first one. And I, yeah. I find that I have skipped just about every model, every other model, you know, in buying them. And uh, in, in only two cases have I had to do any repairs. One was for a screen, and the other one was to replace a battery. Uh, mm -hmm. So I thought I'd throw that in there, you know. Uh, a lot of times resets and, and all that works great, you know, to, for minor problems, you know. Yes, sir. Uh, factory resets and, again, just, just going in there and clearing out stuff. In fact, with a lot of older iPhones, one thing I would see is that uh, somebody would bring it into my shop and it would, have, it would have almost no space available. And 
I would go in there and I would try to clear out all the cash and everything, and it would still say like no space available. So what I had to do, <clears throat> excuse me, was uh, back up the client's data and then wipe the iPhone, do like a, a like through iTunes, and then put their data back on it, and then suddenly they had space again. So it, there's just weird allocation issues that you run into that can cause major issues on your phone, and it's not. A problem with the phone it's a problem with the software so i i absolutely agree with you and i i do i mean not just because i run a repair shop but because i believe in 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 uh reusing things and and trying to get the most of life that you can out of any device that you put your money into uh it's worth going to see if you can get it fixed you're right you're right well thank you gary for that question and that great comment we're going to take our last break for the day and when we return we'll continue with our open topic show now to get your question or comment on the show, call one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back after this quick break. MPB News is leading the way, covering stories that matter to Mississippians with five first-place awards from the Associated Press, including breaking news, radio achievement, and public affairs reporting. Your source for a deeper look at today's top story is MPB News. I'm Lisa Mullins. Dan Fogelman created the hit TV show This Is Us. His new film is about life itself. The strange ups and downs and lefts and rights of life and the way that if you keep progressing the story and refuse to stop in the dark parts, life is beautiful and romantic. That's next time on Here and Now. Today at noon on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio. Thanks for listening. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Michelle McAdoo, joined today via Skype with Jeremy Thompson, our technology expert. And today, it's all about you with our Open Topic Show. Now, we still have open phone lines, so there's time to get your question answered. The number to call is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can email the show if you can't get in at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, we're going to go back to the phone lines. They are full of calls. We're going to go to uh, Steve. Steve? No. Yes, Steve in Ocean Springs. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. I had a friend request from my sister-in-law last night, and not wanting to offend her, I went ahead and accepted the request. Uh, and moments afterwards, I see a, a note from her saying, my account's been hacked. Did not expect a friend request from me. So my question is, well, oh, immediately I went and unfriended her, but my question is, uh, what, what are these... Is there a robot that's that's stealing some kind of data? Once I accept uh, the press, what is, what goes on there when somebody hacks an account and starts soliciting friend requests? What are they well, doing? Ch- chances are uh, nothing. Um, did did you notice anything came out of your account after she had, after you had added her? Has anybody no. been messaging you saying anything? Okay, all right. So uh, somebody got your sister in law's password. Uh, and they may have been using a robot or something like that or a bot on that account uh, to do something like that. But um, it, it 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 doesn't really spread that way. I mean, it, it potentially it could, but usually you have to go to a website away from Facebook to get something like that on your machine that would do something like that. So just avoid, you know, seedy looking links and weird web pages and you should be all right. If it's on Facebook, it should be OK. OK, well, thank you. Thank you, Steve. All right, we're going to move to uh, Macomb, Mississippi, and speak with Adamu. Good morning, Adamu. Good morning, and thanks for taking my call. Oh, you're welcome. I'm sitting in front of a desktop computer that's two months old, and I cannot get the mouse uh, cursor with the mouse control to respond. It's frozen. 
and I can get to one other screen that has um, switched users and cut off that kind of stuff. But I can't get any response from this mouse. Okay, so you can you can still get activity from the computer, and you can use the keyboard, but you can't use the mouse. No, I can't use the key- keyboard. N- nothing can't works. Use the keyboard. Okay, is it? An, how old is this desktop? Um, I just got this two months ago. Okay, um, I would try. Um, as far as the ports on the back go, are they plugged into blue ports or black ports? On the back. Yeah. Um, if you're using blue ports, those are higher speed ports, and sometimes you can have troubles uh, with Windows uh, recognizing them. But I'm, I'm assuming you're running Windows 10 if you got it just a few months ago. No, I'm running Windows 7. I, I, ah, I, chose, yeah, not, see, I, chose, I chose not to use 10. Right. Okay, so because of that, uh, you don't have full compatibility with USB 3.0 ports uh, sometimes, so you need to make sure that you've got them plugged into a compatible port. You may have to use a black port rather than a blue one or a red one. Um, you may want to just try a different USB port anyways. But I'm thinking that you probably got a driver incompatibility or something that is causing that mouse to have that issue. Okay, but but, but try plugging the mouse into another port. Absolutely. Okay, I sure appreciate that. All right. All right. Thank you, Adamo. And listen, I listen to you whenever I can, not all the time, but I appreciate what y'all are doing. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We're going to take our last caller in Natchez and uh, move to uh, Natchez and speak with Lewis. Good morning, Lewis. Good morning. You have a question or comment? I I have been trying to install iOS 12 on my uh, iPhone 6, and I have it downloaded, but every time I try to install it, an error message pops up. Okay. Uh, Do you have the error message? Well, it says, uh, I don't have it written down, but it says an error occurred installing iOS 12. Okay, usually it'll give you some kind of a code after that'll kind of help us narrow that down. Uh, Right off the top of my head, I'm going to ask that you look at your storage space and make sure that you don't have too many photos or videos or anything on there because that operating system needs enough space to be able to install itself. And usually that's the problem that uh, people run into when they have a problem installing or upgrading. Well, I I have deleted many of my my apps to try to make space and i still get them still get the uh message i would try backing up my phone and doing a full restore through itunes all right uh lewis thank you for calling in with that issue i know that's really frustrating and if you need to email the show the the email is uh everyday tech at mpbonline.org and we can try to get your install completed now we want to thank you for joining us today and thank our board operator java chapman and our phone screener Lori thompson if you missed any part of the show or want to hear past episodes you can listen on our website at mpbonline.org or subscribe to our podcast For Jeremy Thompson, I'm Michelle McAdoo. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy with Dr. Jimmy and join us next week for another episode of Everyday Tech at 10 a.m. The tech show for everyday people only on MPB Think Radio.